The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Heather Stewart is a primary school teacher living and working in the seaside town of Hastings. She's previously illustrated a large number of children's books and was awarded Illustrator of the Year by Aspire magazine in 2014. Odd Socks and Lost Girl are her debut works as a children's author. The themes of autism and child anxiety stem from her childhood and are also based around her experiences both as a parent and as a teacher. And Heather John joins us now. How are you doing today? Hi Toby, thank you so much for having me on the show and I'm feeling fine, thank you. I've been for an early morning jog in the sunshine so nice. giving me a lift. So what was it that inspired you to become an author? I was teaching full time and uh, my daughter became unwell um, with um, anxiety really. It it emerged that she was being bullied, she was being bullied at school um, which I didn't know about at the time. Um, She gone to secondary school she'd always been a model pupil mm. um we'd never had any problems at all and then all of a sudden um she began having um huge meltdowns at home she was still a model pupil at school um but at home she was uh breaking things and not coping and um sometimes just just crying uncontrollably and screaming even sometimes it was really um distressing to watch it emerged that she um we did actually finally get help and i, I took i took some time off work because um, I needed to get us both some help really because um, it was making it was affecting my mental health as well so um, we found out that she had uh, she was diagnosed with high functioning Asperger's syndrome which is like the highest form of being on on the autistic spectrum really so um, in a way she was just being a normal you know child and coping but inside she was she was struggling massively so when we had the diagnosis it helped me to get help for her Um, um, and as I sort of began to get better, I, I, I researched more into it. I, I took a course in um, mental health, the mental health of children and teenagers. Um, and I found out more about high-functioning Asperger's, how it could be linked to eating disorders, um, which I had as a child. I had an eating disorder and never knew why it had happened. So um, 
high function high functioning Asperger's can be is often genetic. Um, so there were sort of similarities that came into being. And as I started recovering, I, I started drawing again, something I hadn't done um, since before. I just thought I'm taught really because I didn't have time. And I've always drawn and painted um, the therapy really just in, in times of struggle. It's always helped me. Um, and the pictures, I, I started to post them online and they were of the little person having meltdowns and struggling. And people started asking, is this a story? Can we buy it? Um, and so I wrote the story really to go with the pictures. This is for Oddbox initially, which was a, a child that could be a boy or a girl. Um, I deliberately left it sort of uh, neither because um, I wanted to help children, all, all children, boys and girls. And it, and it was also cathartic. <clears throat> it helped me also. And then following that, excuse <clears throat> me, that um, people came and talked to me and uh, talked about mental health. Um, following that, I, I then did Lost Girl and um, I, I approached Beat, which is the UK uh, charity for eating disorders. And they said, said what I wanted to do and I wanted to raise awareness and especially to reach uh, preteen girls, really, or preteen children and to sort of get in before eating disorders get a hold. And um, because the earlier they're caught, the more likely it is that you can um, cure them. They are curable. Uh, and Beat were very helpful in uh, sort of giving me tips of what I could and couldn't show some of the imagery, but be very careful with because it can um, trigger sufferers. So I had to change some of the pictures. Um, so they were really helpful in helping to, to edit Lost Girl, the book. Um, and those are now um, for sale. And, and I'm giving a percentage of the uh, whatever is, is uh, made from the sales will go to Beat Charity and um, for their could work really. And do you find that the themes of autism and child anxiety are quite an important thing to include in a children's book? Yes, I mean, I, I, I also I run um, art clubs and art workshops for children to sort of <clears throat> to I find that the art links very well with um, mental health. Um, and I think the main thing is really that <clears throat> whether it's whether you are on the spectrum or not, but it's whether you can cope with it. You know, you can have traits of autism or you know Asperger's. We, we're kind of not allowed to say Asperger's now. It, it's all grouped in one. But um, that's what my daughter was um, diagnosed with. So I tend to still say that. But um, I think it, it's something that, it, you know, anxiety full stop is, is the main thing really to, to cope with because just being on the spectrum isn't necessarily a, a, a bad thing. You know, it can give you lots of extra talents and things, but it, it does mean that often, um, like in the case of my daughter and myself as well, that the anxiety can get the better of us, the, the physical symptoms, the, the um, not being able to breathe, the heartbeat, the, you know, the fast heartbeat, the shaking, sweating, and then ultimately it can stop you from doing things so I think the, the important thing really is to get on top of those horrible feelings that, that take take over um the being on you know the being on the spectrum lots and lots of people are you know I've got a friend who um she <clears throat> she has Tourette's and she has um ticks and things but she's she was saying you know actually lots of people have ticks not necessarily um Tourette's but they, they have ticks you know that can also affect you know I've got she I know she has like a nervous cough I have the same thing um and uh, it can stop you from doing things so really it's getting on top of those of those anxieties which everybody has um you know in some form or another but it can be 
to the point where it affects your life in a negative way and that's what you don't want. Um, the book I wrote so that uh, children can sit with an adult, you know, um, a lost girl is the slightly older, you know, like pre-teen girls, but they can sit with an adult, hopefully, or a, a good friend and talk through the pictures and relate to them, hopefully, about what they're feeling and maybe understand a bit more about why they're feeling that way. I know my daughter, once she'd had the diagnosis, she would say to me, oh, I, I know that's why I'm feeling like that now. So it, it helps her to accept and that someday she just needs to take a day off. She, she's studying medicine. She's doing amazingly, but she needs to take a day off and just rest or sleep sometimes. Just sleep and recharge. Um, it's all about listening to your body and knowing when you've pushed it too far. And that takes experience. Children can't do that. They don't know when you know they need to stop, when they need to eat even sometimes. You know, they might not know that they're anxious because they're hungry or they're feeling cross because they're hungry. And in my art workshops, I try and talk about feelings and what our body is trying to tell us, really, and listening to our bodies because they're, you know, they're giving us signals for a reason. Of course, the book has these important themes in it, but would you say the books are entertaining as well? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes, they are. They are serious subjects. I have been told that they are um, easy to read and the children and adults actually enjoy talking about the pictures. Um, you know, there is a little bit of, of humour in there now and again as well that um, hopefully will, will lighten them. I mean, they are, especially Lost Girl is a, it's a tricky subject and I didn't want to hold back on some of the um, effects of having an eating disorder, which as I say, I, I had myself. Um, you know, unfortunately things do happen like you know my, my hair started to fall out um I ended up in a wheelchair um you know I, even, I had sort of soft downy hair growing on my back because it was my body's way of trying to keep me warm really and um things like that I didn't in a way I didn't want to play down because I think it's important that you know it, it's out there that, that you know this is what can happen it, it, it can be you know it, uh, well it is a very very serious thing but ultimately I wanted it to be a, a joyous thing a, a message of hope that you know right at the end in Lost Girl um the girl is, is back to health it, it conquered she's basically got the help she needs you know it's all about as well knowing when you need help not being scared to ask for help um, you know, taking her medicine, having to take tablets sometimes, you know, um, and inside just, you know, learn to love yourself, really, thinking, OK, I, I, I might have these feelings, and but, you know, I'm OK, and um, I'm not on my own, you know, just I, I need help, ask for help, and and eating disorders are curable, very curable, if help is asked for soon enough, really, that, that's the key, is, is early intervention, um, and, I, and I, the idea is that, um, you know, when perhaps it's to, you know the parents and carers can perhaps spot the signs early not leave it hanging don't don't leave it if you're not sure go and, and seek help from the gp and yeah so they, they, they're both an odd spot too that the child at the end um is learns that you know you know everybody everybody's got their lots of people wear odd socks you know everybody's got their, their things and it's all about being kind to each other and and accepting yourself and loving yourself ultimately for who you are so they, they are messages of hope and hopefully um yeah joyous ones at the end although although the messages are serious as well yeah and how do you think the covid pandemic has affected the mental health of children in the last few years do you think it's Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Maybe made your books more important than ever? Yes, I think um, I think they, they've come at a, a time when, as a teacher um, and discussing with my colleagues, unfortunately, COVID has had a very negative effect in general on, on children's mental health. We're finding that um, anxiety seems to be heightened, um, skills, and even things like, you know, concentration seems to be in, uh, affected um, with children. You know, they've got used to staying in and, and um, just... just yeah, but they they have been affected in, in a negative way. Definitely anxiety is more and, and mental health is, is worse, I would say, in children. Um and just, you know, worries, I think worries of the family that have impact the impact on the children knows if families are worried as well about the money situation even at the moment, which lots of families are, you have to remember that impact on the children. You know, they spot the signs that you know, they realise that their parents or their families are worried and it's definitely impact um and so yeah, the the art workshops that I run um, and sometimes they're you know collaborative so that the children can work together and then um, their feelings often come out naturally you know while they're they're doing the artwork they just start chatting about things and it's just yeah. like a, a way of healing um, sort of naturally they don't realise even sometimes that they're doing it or that they're drawing their feelings out and that's maybe a good way to do it because it's forced and they're not going to say anything they don't want to no exactly um, they're not but you know sometimes when I do these collaborative workshops you know we end up the children do end up it get quite heated sometimes um, yeah. especially with sort of 10 and 11 year olds it, it has got quite heated before and then we'll go for a run around and then discuss what's happened um, and it's just all come out as there you know we were just doing um, sand art one day um, and as the children were moving the sand around you know someone said something and it just it came and it, it brought up you know issues of friendship issues and it led on to other things and um, but sometimes it, you know the, the children have to get get the anger out 
it needs to come out in a safe uh, way. You know, I know when I was a child, I I bottled all of my feelings. I think um, back then it wasn't perhaps it wasn't encouraged as much to talk about your feelings, and certainly mm. my eating disorder wasn't diagnosed soon enough um, because you know back then it wasn't. It was a long time ago. It, they didn't really know what they were dealing with. They thought it was a, a throat infection, chest infection, you know, everything else physical they could think of, um, and then you know they realised then it wasn't such physical thing um but uh yeah it, it needs to come out and <clears throat> with my daughter you know actually looking back i'm quite glad that she did have these enormous meltdowns and crying and those it wasn't it wasn't good to see but it was better for her that it came out and it alerted me to the fact that something was wrong you know yeah and for other people can it sometimes be hard for parents or maybe even the person themselves to notice that something's wrong oh yes absolutely because um one of the things as well when I was doing the, the research um, is, uh, the, and there's been a lot of this in the media recently, that, that girls are very good at masking, you know, masking their anxieties. And girls who are on the spectrum are very good at masking that. So they will copy um, in order to, you know, come across as behaving well and achieving at school. They will copy how they think they should be and they'll copy emotions and hold everything in. Um so yeah, things don't, and it's very hard for the parents to spot. And sometimes, you know, it might be that parents might think, oh, you know, my child's just behaving, you know, behaving badly. You know, it's it, it's bad behaviour, but there's always a reason behind the behaviour. Um, and the thing about, as I say, about eating disorders is, I would say, please don't don't leave it. You know, if your child is, um, or if your child, you know, if your child isn't sleeping, if your child, if their eating pattern has changed, if anything has changed in the way they are, please seek help from your GP it's better to be on the safe side um you know than to just leave it settling which can then cause problems which and those problems you know they're not dealt with they can carry on into adult life and then you know that um, it can cause problems in adult life as well best to get them sorted talked about um you know really really healthy to talk about mental well-being um, which, you know, is it, much better than it used to be. There, there is still a lot of room for improvement. Um, I think I would like to do some more research into boys' um, boys' mental health and the link with, you know, if we can improve that with art workshops. I'm hoping to set some art workshops up just for boys and their mental health, you know, because there's been a rise in, um, in like, you know, male suicide um, since COVID, which is awful. And there isn't enough yeah. research into, you know, um, boys' mental health. Um, yeah. You know, there needs to be more. more research on there as well. Yeah, that's the thing, because people always talk about girls being forgotten about in terms of mental health, but also the same about boys. I think it's just mental health is just forgotten about overall. Yeah, I mean it's definitely it's definitely better. You know, um and when I was when I was a child it was it was kind of you were a little bit ashamed of it. And even now I feel when I'm struggling and I do struggle, you know, I've been told um well by my daughters uh, she 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 went to a a counsellor who specialised in um, uh, you know Asperger's or, or high functioning um, autism in girls. She said it, it's you know often genetic, and that I'm most likely have also got you know traits of it. And in a way, that's helped me to understand myself. But I do struggle. I've got very good friends to kind of spot when I'm struggling. But I do feel ashamed still. And then I I've always I, I give the message that you shouldn't be ashamed. And um, I I also a lady contacted me actually uh, after lockdown and um, said that she she's in her 70s and she's had an eating disorder for most of her life and her family don't know anything about it because she's been so ashamed. Um, I mean, and, you know, I just... 
you know, a lovely, lovely lady. Um, and I just think that's appalling because, you know, it's appalling that she's had to hide it because it, it's part of you. It isn't anything to be ashamed of. You can't help who you are. And um, often these things are, I believe, genetic, essentially genetic, chemical, sometimes chemical imbalances. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, other factors obviously influence it, you know, social factors and life influences that. But, you know, you've got to, you can't help who you are. And, um, yeah, I, I think it, it, it's better than it was, but it, yeah. it's got a long way to go. I think COVID's helped people to be kinder. You often see that message, don't you? Be kind. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely helped people to think twice about what they're saying. Is that kind, actually? You know, because someone feel hurt by that. Um, but it's got a long way to go. And certainly boys' mental health. There isn't enough research into girls' mental health, but certainly not into boys' mental health, because boys also struggle. And, and there's all still, in our culture, um, boys are not really supposed to cry, yeah. which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and that's what is kind of, boys grow up now thinking that, you know, that if you cry, you're a wuss. <laughs> Yeah. You're supposed to be the man of the family. You're supposed to be the strong one. It's still there. It's ridiculous, but it's still there. And then, um, you know, men grow up thinking that and feeling like they're a failure if, you know, they they are not coping, which again is ridiculous and very sad that that we still, you know, think that way. I'm yeah. just looking at your um, lovely picture of Kermit. And yes. Ralph and, and thinking that's how we should be. Yeah. Your picture of Ralph and I Kermit so. hugging each other. Yeah. That's what we need to be, really. That's the perfect image. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. Are you working on any more books at the moment or anything else that's coming up? Yes, I mean, <clears throat> I am saying I, w- I would like to do sort of a, a bit more with, um, a, you know, a story maybe specifically for, for boys. But meanwhile, yeah. I'm doing a, a light-hearted story because I thought I, I needed to just take a little bit of time out from serious stuff. And um, I'm writing and illustrating a story about a very cheeky, um, blue-footed booby. <laughs> which is a type of bird I hope you know um, <laughs> who is um, doesn't like tidying up at school um, because nobody likes tidying up at school whenever yeah. you know, we, put mu- we put the tidy up music on and the children just dance they don't tidy up you know? yeah. they they dance they mess about they you know um, so we always end up you know tidying up ourselves really the teachers the grown up um, and the helpers but uh, yeah so it's about a little um, blue footed baby who kind of realises ultimately that actually he's being a bit selfish his friends so it's, it's got a little message in there but it, it's a lot more fun well in the meantime where are we able to find your books that you've done so far odd socks and lost girl both books are available on amazon um and uh i mean people can also contact me um you know personally on my on my website for my emails um you know for example if they wanted a, a little message in, in their book or anything um but yeah they're, they're both available on, on amazon excellent well many thanks for talking to us today it's been great to have you on thank you toby it's been lovely speaking to you too acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend the real housewives is a guilty pleasure for most but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure tune in to everything iconic with me danny pellegrino where i break down all the messy moments and behind the scenes antics of bravo's popular franchise and on everything iconic i also interview celebrity guests like kelly ripa kiki palmer drew barrymore cameron diaz and more about their guilty pleasures their past work and so much more so if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality tv like me tune into everything iconic with danny pellegrino wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Show!